Well, daggum. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Well Daggum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, Well, daggum. I heard something interesting today. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for staying with us and uh, keeping on, keeping on, as the cool kids say. Uh, we we appreciate you commenting and liking and subscribing and sharing and all that good stuff. The rates and reviews that I've had out there. I appreciate everybody that's been a part of that, that, uh, that feels like we're doing something good and they enjoy it. Uh, that's what makes it worth it, that people can enjoy. Um, just uh, keep on keeping on with that as well. I I, uh, I was laughing about it because you know sometimes when people don't show love like that it uh, it can get a little depressing and and just like we had a hiatus during the months of uh, Christmas and stuff uh, I'd had a downtime of just I lost a bunch of views or listens and it just got a little got a little hard hearted about it and didn't record for a while uh, so be sure to share with us be sure to uh, just say a little encouraging thing or. Uh, put it out there that you enjoy it and uh, that you look forward to it or whatever and it, it helps me keep keep trucking on and helps me keep making these things um, just just like another guy that makes a podcast he had a break where he talked about being just kind of down and depressed and I, and I commented on his stuff and I said you know in life if you catch yourself cranking off a giraffe sometimes you just got to keep reaching up there you know and and that's really inappropriate. Sorry, mom. I do apologize about that. But but you know what I mean. You, sometimes you just got to keep pushing through it and dredging through the the muck and the mire, the muck and the mire of uh, of getting through things uh, when things get you down. So um, please keep with the encouragements and things um, on the podcast today. Um, we have a good friend coming back in that's, uh, that does encourage and then does give some feedback to me um, just even through giving me a call and checking on how things are going. Um, so we really appreciate him doing that. But he's he's shared a few stories on here before that uh, people tend to love. He, uh, he's gotten some of the most views on the podcast uh, that have been out there since the beginning. And uh, so tonight in the studio, we have my good friend, Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? Man, I'm good. I'm... Uh always happy to be in the uh, in the teddy bear cave hey. uh, although after your statement it sounds like maybe we're in the draft cave tonight. <laughs> you know uh it's yeah I, I got a little off track with that you know and sometimes like when you're in those situations you just got to keep reaching for the stars or you know i guess giraffes have spots so you just gotta keep reaching for the spots that, that might be a back new... <laughs> uh, back at the draft thing <laughs> You know, maybe that's going to be a new expression we have. You just got to keep reaching for the spots. And then when people ask what you're talking about, you can just fill them in. Oh, well, you know, sometimes in life, you catch yourself. The well, daggum podcast, <laughs> where we don't reach for the stars, we reach for the spots. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, tonight, is uh, Brandon and I have been talking a little bit and sharing some things about what we're going to talk about. We generally share funny stories. Uh, Brandon has always brought the the laughter to our podcast uh, from anything from a country fella jumping out of a lift kit truck at five foot tall and saying bang bang uh, to, to uh, mishaps at the massage parlor. Uh, <laughs> there's been many stories. Go back and listen for Brandon's episodes. They're hilarious. Um, but tonight we started talking a little bit about spooky stories. Are you afraid of the dark? Um, no, no affiliation with Nickelodeon. I apologize. Uh, yeah, you don't want to get sued. Yeah, well, I doubt I will uh, with my tens of 
tens of twelves of listeners. I, I don't know. <laughs> now, hey, Josh, but you got to remember, reach for the spots. <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm doing, man. I'm reaching for those spots. Um, <laughs> I have so many comments, but uh, I'm keeping it myself. There you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's going to share a few stories about times that he's been a little uh, – uneasy about his surroundings and uh, things that have spooked him uh, just a little bit or give, give some chill bumps uh, as we say back in the country or I, I say I don't know I'm not there anymore so they, they probably don't say that much anymore but uh, Brandon go ahead and kick us off man yeah uh, so uh, for you know to start you know I want to share some stories that uh, you know they might give you some chill bumps or as we call them here in the teddy bear cave they might give you some spots so uh, <laughs> but I, I don't. I don't think we're going to say that too much. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's probably a good thing. But uh, man, I had to. I had to. Oh but, yeah. No, for real. Um, you know, I was sitting down thinking, and as we were talking, that man, I love Halloween. I love scary stories and all that stuff. And um, you know, right now, if you go to Walmart, they have the Christmas tree cakes. The Christmas tree Debbie cakes are out. And on the box, it's Santa sitting on the beach, and it says Christmas in July cakes. People, so, people are really running with that lately. We, I know we did a vacation Bible school at our church uh, just a week or two ago, and their their theme wasn't Christmas or whatever. It was you know like a yeehaw at a at a ranch kind of thing. But all of the songs were Christmas songs. <laughs> but they they did a you know a different spin on them where they didn't do snow and trees and stuff like that. But they. Uh, but yeah, they used it all the same because it's still a story of you know how you know Christ was born, blah blah blah, and gave us our salvation, whatnot, all that good stuff. So yeah, that's a theme this this summer for some reason. I, I remember remember it from the show Workaholics, where they used to celebrate half Christmas, and uh, that they would uh, get a, a keg full of eggnog and uh, drink it all on that day of the actual date <laughs> that is half Christmas. It was It's a goofy show. You should check it out. It's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, so you got scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, more scared than seeing Santa on the beach in, uh, in July. But, uh, Those no, tan yeah, lines. So, oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. But uh, anyway, well, this, this podcast is off the rails. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we were talking earlier about some uh, scary stories, things that have happened uh, to us. And so, yeah, I wanted to share tonight uh, one of the, the craziest things that's happened to me. So I'll just jump right into it. So uh, about two years ago uh, in the fall, um, Mount Vernon Nazarene University, they, they hold an event every year called Sunfest. It's an outdoor concert that goes from about noon and ends uh, around midnight, somewhere in there. Depend, depends on if they're on schedule. But um, yeah, I used to go. Night, I used to go to that quite a bit. I remember it back in the day. Yeah, it's been going on for a while, and it, it's still going. And um, so that particular night, we we left Sunfest uh, about ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and uh, headed back to town. And um, it's one of those events that I just knew, even at the start of the day, that I couldn't wait to get home because I'm going to be tired. Yeah. Um, you're outside and Sunfest uh, because of the time of year. You don't know if it's going to be 90 degrees outside or 50 degrees. You don't know if it's going to be snowing or if it's going to be um, just insanely hot or is it going to be raining. Yeah. So you never know what to expect. And so because of the unknown, I'm just tired and exhausted before the day even starts. <laughs> just in anticipation. Yeah, and so that's the end of the scary story. Uh, no, so <laughs> Thanks for tuning uh, in, everybody. 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, but no. So so I knew ahead of time that that I was going to be worn out from the day. Yeah. And um, so so we leave and we're heading back, and I mean, students are falling asleep on on the shuttle home, and um, so so we pull into the church, and uh, you know they they don't even say bye. I don't even tell them to clean <laughs> to clean off the shuttle. Like I'll get it later. Just go home. Leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. Like, your parents don't even want to talk to you. Go go to bed. Um, and so they all get off the shuttle and head home. And um, I run into the church. I had some mail that, that was placed on my desk that I wanted to take home and look through. And yeah. Um, and so as I'm walking out of the, the church to, to head to my car, now I, I live, you know, right beside the church basically. Yeah. And um, but that particular day before we left for Sunfest, I went to Walmart and. When I came back to the church, I just I parked in the church lot instead of um, instead of over uh, in my my driveway. Yeah. So to save you that fifty yard walk. Yeah. You know, I knew I was tired. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Um, and so, yeah. So I'm walking out of the church uh, towards my car. So I walk out the back door to the back parking lot, and um, behind my car, about fifty or so feet, are these three people uh, just standing in a straight line side by side. Uh, looking towards the direction of me and my car, the church. Um, and so it, it was just really weird. So there was a, a red hoodie, a blue hoodie, and a yellow hoodie. I could clearly tell what color hoodies they were uh, as they're in the standing in the light from the, the building behind them and, and the church light. And uh, But I can't see faces. But it, it's weird enough. You know, you walk out of a building uh, close to midnight or maybe just at midnight, and there's three figures just standing there looking at you. Yeah. That's a little off-putting, and so. Uh, and and none, so I, of, none of your teens were wearing those hoodies when they get out of the shuttle, right? No, no, all the teens were gone. I I didn't go in the church. Uh, I didn't even let them use the bathroom when they got back. I was like, <laughs> no, just go home. Um, so none of them were at the at the church at all. It was just me. And um, so I get in the car real quick, and I'm like, that's just weird. I'm not gonna drive home. Uh, then they'll know where I live if they're up to no good. Like, yeah, just I'll, I'll just just cautious thoughts of like, I'll just go take a cruise for a little while. Yeah, so I was like, I'll just drive around the block and, and they'll be gone. Like, there's people messing with me, whatever. I drive around the block and and come back and I don't see them where they were, but about 70 feet behind where where they were originally is uh, our fellowship building at the church. And, and the three of them standing in the exact same order are standing on the handicap ramp of that building, still looking towards the church. And so at this point, I'm like, you know, are they casing the joint? Like, you know, what, what's happening here? Yeah. Um, you, you would think you, you being a presence there would kind of spook them away if they were doing that. So Exactly. Like me coming out of the church and seeing them was enough to be like, they would have known that I saw them, they'd be gone, but they weren't. And so I was like, fine, I'll just drive around again. And instead of going around the block, uh, looking even more you know strange at, at this time of night, for if they saw me again, I'm like, I'll just cruise around town for a little while. And come back in a different way. Yeah, because because if be they gone. were if they robbed your house, at, like you weren't out very much, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like I'm a youth pastor. What are they going to get? Like a bag of pizza rolls and a can of Mountain Dew? Like that's right. about it. Yeah. And so, um, so I drive around, you know, maybe eight to ten minutes around town, and like I said, come come back in a uh, different way. And so I drive up by the high school and. Um, coming down uh, the, the main road leading towards my house and the church and uh, I'm about a block away and I can see the alley that I would drive into um, to go home and, and out in front of the church 
these three people are standing there again in the same order, all of them with their left hand and pointer finger pointing up towards the road that I'm driving down. Now, and I'm like, now, when you say that, are they pointing towards you as you're coming down or pointing the direction you're traveling? I think that they're pointing uh, back to where I'm coming from. Okay, um, so they're pointing towards but, you, but kind of behind you. Yeah, because when I drive, get closer and drive past them, their heads never turn to me, their fingers never turn to me. They all stay pointing that direction. But I don't see any movements, I can't see faces. Um, I still see the colors hoodies, or yeah. the color of the hoodies. And uh, so that's just weird. Again, like yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not ready to go home yet. Like that's even crazier. Yeah, they moved, <laughs> but now they're all pointing at something, and, and it's not at me. Like I'm the only car driving around. Like I've never seen, um, you know, the streets like that quiet. Um, and so I'm like, oh, this is just strange. So I drive around again and, and come in another direction. So I come out by this Mexican restaurant, which is kind of across from from the church as well, and. I don't see them. I don't see anybody. And so I drive in, you know, pull in the alley, drive into my, my driveway and get out and, and go inside you know, right. quick. And uh, so yeah. I run upstairs and, and go into the side room and, and I'm looking out towards the church and the church parking lot. And Because uh, at this point, I, your your mind's racing, your heart's pumping hard because you ran up the steps. So you're, you're definitely yeah. on the verge of a heart attack at that point. <laughs> uh, well, just the 50 feet to my door is a heart attack walking. Um, but yeah, uh, so running for sure, like nine one one speed dial. But uh, so yeah, three three figures staring at me and pointing and and the run. That's enough for a heart attack. Um, so to ease that, I got a Mountain Dew out of the fridge first. Yeah, but yeah, because that's going to uh, help you go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, at, at this point, an energy drink or a Mountain Dew might as well be you know like Mucin X PM. So, uh, but. So I'm looking outside, and I don't see them, and uh, yeah, I want to go to bed, obviously, I'm still tired and worn out, but like you said, the, the adrenaline's going, the heart's pumping, and um, so I, I look out the window for like 45 minutes to an hour, because yeah. it's just weird, well, yeah. and uh, eventually I go to bed, and get up the next day, and go to church, and you know, it's a normal day, uh, nothing happened that Sunday, you know, like I said, everything's normal, and uh, so Monday... Uh, I'm off on Mondays, but I decided to go in the office that day because then the stack of mail that was on my desk um, from Saturday night, um, one of the other staff members had a, a piece of mail in there that I wanted to give back, and yeah. so they were now, in the now, office. So. Now, did you drive across the parking lot to go to the church this time? Uh, no. No, that's good. That's <laughs> you know, good. I, uh, you know, the, the scare of the heart attack running up the stairs was enough to say, you know what, maybe you need to move more. <laughs> maybe and, you uh, need to walk that 100 yards or 50 yards. So. <laughs> Yeah, so totally walked across, uh, you know, maybe about 250 feet from my house at the church. It probably took me 15 minutes to get there, but hey, you know, uh, slow and steady wins the race. That's right, reach for those spots. <laughs> there we come full circle. <laughs> but, um, but no, so I go in and I give the mail to the other staff member, and as I'm coming out, uh, the church secretary stops me and she's like, hey, Brandon, uh, out of curiosity, did you see anything weird Saturday night when you guys got home from Sunfest? And I was like, huh, yeah, I did. Let me tell you this. <laughs> so I sat down in the chair in her office and, and explained uh, to her what I just told you. And um, her, her eyes just get real big. And, and she was like, well, that's crazy because somebody called the office this morning and wanted to make sure that you were okay because they'd heard that there was an armed robbery uh, on uh, or in the alley that night. Oh, uh, no, around, around Yeah, around 12.15, 
which uh, just happened to be uh, around the time that I kept seeing these these guys and driving around. Oh, and wow. so, yeah, in my head, I'm thinking, you know, what, were these guys like there solely so I wouldn't go home because I could have been yeah. the one getting getting robbed. Um, Jeez, you know, I feel, oh. feel bad for the person that did, but for some reason I was spared uh, that night. Or, um, you know, it was something else. But, but one way or the other, those three guys or people that I saw kept me from, from going home. Wow. Um, so two houses down from mine in the alley, uh, there's a little three-car parking area yeah. uh, stuck in between two garages, and it's not really well lit. And yeah, apparently around 12.15 that night, somebody got robbed at gunpoint getting out of their car, heading into their house. And so um, where my car parked is parked, there's not a whole lot of light before uh, or until you get right up to my uh, door of the house. Yeah. And so, you know, they could have got me when I was walking around the garage. But, right. Um, but well, yeah, so I n- never went home that night uh, in, in that time frame. So Yeah, uh, that's crazy. So yeah, you could see him as like, guardian angels of sorts or they were the guys that robbed that other person and they were just kind of they were casing you out <laughs> i guess you know uh it, it is one of the two it's how i felt like they're either you know a tandem or a group with this other person or totally like a, a sign from god to be like hey don't <laughs> you creeped out yet do i need to add a fourth person like don't go home <laughs> do i need um, to add a different color hoodie right so uh yeah man that was crazy it's, it's definitely one of the moments that that's had me freaking out the most like even telling the story again like i kind of get chills like the outcome could have been so different now the person that was robbed wasn't hurt um they were just taking uh some money and i think some jewelry from from what i know from the car yeah um but still like it was a gunpoint and that's enough to give this fat boy a real heart i understand what you're saying man that's that's intense I, i used to live uh when i lived back home i lived at a place for a time uh, that was off to itself, didn't have any houses nearby, but there was a gas station like directly across this two-lane road that, you know, you pull out of my driveway, you're on the two-lane road, you pull out of the gas station, you're on the two-lane road, just across from each other. And uh, there, like, in living there, I didn't I didn't really have a gun around and stuff like that. I had baseball bats everywhere, just kind of laying yep. in places strategically that if I heard something, I could take care of something that way. And uh, But then there was one day... And, and like I said, it was at the time I was single. I didn't have anything worth stealing. I didn't have anything expensive. And all of my furniture was borrowed or hand-me-downed. And, uh, and so one day I'm out at work, and I get a call. Hey, you need to come to your house. And it's like noon. It's like lunchtime, right in the middle of the day. So I take the work truck and just drive over to my house to see what's going on. And they're like, hey, some dude broke into your house. <laughs> And I'm like, what? It's noon in the middle of the day across from the busiest, the only gas station in this little community. So it's the busiest little building ever. And uh, But just so happened, a friend of mine that was an off-duty cop, uh, he saw that dude and knew that, you know, he wasn't one of my normal people that I had over to the house and uh, saw him messing around the door. And then he went around back. And at this point, he was like, okay, something's up. So he got his gun and his badge out of the car and like walked over that way and uh the dude had went to the basement which i didn't even realize was a thing that i needed to worry about but there was a an entryway to the basement uh that went into like a dirt floor basement area but also went into the finished basement area and he broke through that which 
the entryway was super easy. All he had to do was remove a tire and pull pull down a piece of plywood, and he got in. I was like, wow, I didn't realize that was a thing. He got into the house, and they went inside, and all we had to really steal was a jar of change. Yeah. And uh, he left his Red Bull and vodka, which he would poured vodka into a Red Bull can, on our windowsill outside. And uh, he had grabbed my roommate's, like, sneakers his basketball shoes or whatever and some video games that we had laying around and uh, he'd shoved all the change into his pockets because it was it was a big huge glass jar so he wasn't going to try to carry that and uh, because as he was running out the back door and busted out the back door to hit the hillside there was just nickels and dimes laying all across the kitchen out to the back door (laughs) (laughs) well at least he left you something yeah, and but when he hit the hillside and the guy started yelling at him and, and they started a search, and even the neighbors that lived a little further off up into the hillside, they got their shotguns out and started just like combing the hillside because they're like, oh, no, you ain't going to do that around here. And uh, he got away, and they caught him like the next day because uh, people knew who he was. You know what I mean? They saw him, yeah. and they're like, it's a small community. They're like, oh, oh Jamie or Frankie or I don't even know what his name was now. Um uh, but yeah, he was drunk or high or whatever, and he just was like, "Oh, hey, there's nobody at that house. I'm gonna break in." And that was very unsettling, though. Uh, yeah, you know, and and I didn't really get a gun after that. I had some at my parents' house, but I was just like, "Ah, you know, he did it in the middle of the day. I don't think, you know, if he's dumb enough to do that, not many other people are gonna try." Uh, so I, I know the uneasy feeling. I get what you're saying on that. <laughs> yeah, like so that was, you know. Uh definitely creepier than anything you know halloween uh related because it was real life yeah um you just don't know what what could have been and uh so you know the unknown again yeah uh, yeah it, it was really unsettling having our situation at our little house uh, just to know that somebody had been in there and like we had people over all the time but at the same time it was weird just knowing that somebody was there when we weren't rifling through our stuff which he was probably really disappointed when he went into my bedroom and instead of using a dresser, all of my clothes were just folded up laying in a line against the wall. <laughs> like that was my dresser uh, rig up I had was just clothes laying in the floor piled in certain piles. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, mine wasn't a, an angel uh, directing me away, of course. Mine was just bad luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to get robbed and middle of the day at noon oh that that very day we went and bought center blocks and concrete mix and blocked up that hole (laughs) yeah it's like all right we're getting rid of the tire now we're just gonna lay bricks on it yeah more time i totally blocked it up i was like yeah that ain't happening again (laughs) but um but now you had something close to that happen as well right about somebody trying to get into the place you were at yeah uh so about three years before the previous story, um, still living back home, uh, still live with mom and, and whatever. And so, um, one night, like mom had this, this voice, this yell, whisper yell, I guess <laughs> that, um, just like, if you hear that when you're asleep, you sit straight up and you're like, what's wrong? Yeah. And so I'm going to do my best, uh, you know, impersonation of that here in a minute. But so I'm <laughs> in bed, sleeping like a baby um and all of a sudden i hear brandon brandon and like that's enough to i asked it straight up in a sweat what (laughs) so i'm like what do you want and uh she's like come here someone's at the back door and i'm like 
what? Someone at the back door. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's crazy. And so I look over at the uh, the clock, and it's, it's like a little after two in the morning. And so, you know, just in my underwear. That's it. No shirt. That's it. Just walk to the stairs. Start going down. Now, we, now are we talking about like boxer briefs, tidy whities Boxer briefs. Okay, I'm going to say tidy whities We'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, reach, for, reach for the dots. That's so, right. Um, so sure, I, in my tidy whities walk toward down the stairs, and uh, mom's standing in the hallway, and like this panic look, probably because I'm in my tidy whities uh, But she's got this look, and I'm like, "What do you what? What's going on?" And yeah. So I sit on like the second stair uh, towards the bottom, and I'm listening, and all of a sudden, man, I hear the back door handle through the kitchen jiggling, and I'm like what in the world like, yeah and so she was like you know do you, do you think that's randy is, is it one of, one of your buddies and i'm like no not at this point in life like that stopped in middle school right you know at this time of night that'd be dumb like they would knock and run right but they'd never jiggle a handle and so um it goes away after after a few minutes the handle stops stops jiggling and uh so then i'm like okay you know they're gone and then through the living room, I hear the front door handle oh, um, start moving, and I'm like, "What in the world?" So, um, I all of a sudden get like this courage that I've never had. Like, yeah. And so I walk upstairs and grab a baseball bat because you know that's what I had as well. Right. Uh, this aluminum baseball bat, and then I come down uh, back downstairs. And Mom's like, "It's gone. I don't hear it anymore." And you know, we're looking, just kind of listening very intently, and all of a sudden, I see two shadows walk by the kitchen window. Oh. Which means they're heading back towards the back. Yeah. And uh, I've had it at this point. Like, yeah. I'm like, you're going to get in. Like, I could have went to the back door, but I didn't know if they had anything on them. Like, and so I open the front door and go to the left side of the house. And uh, so where I can see into the backyard. And I, sure enough, man, I, I can't see faces, just dark figures because the shadow. Yeah. Um, and I see two people on the back porch trying to get in. And so I take the aluminum baseball bat and I smack the aluminum fence as hard as I could yeah. and just yell like, you know, what do you want? And both of them look over and they just take off running like, you know, somebody saw them. And, and they <laughs> this, just... this big fat guy in, in tidy whitey has got a baseball bat. Let's get <laughs> the, the baseball bat wielding tidy whitey fatty. He's right there saying batters up. Now, Homer so, Simpson has a baseball bat. Let's run. <laughs> oh, yikes. So, yeah, man. Um... <laughs> thinking about that that might be the most terrifying part of that story yeah like this guy's got nothing to lose let's get out of here <laughs> like, I kind of want to create a bobblehead of myself looking like that it kind of make you feel like uh, what is it uh, that old show I can't even I just ruined that by bringing it up but uh, <laughs> the the guy that made uh, he made meth or whatever oh uh, Breaking Bad yeah Breaking Bad it makes me think of that for some reason because he was always oh, in his tidy, his tidy yeah, he was always yep. in his tidy whities and it was very scary. He was, he was the danger for sure. <laughs> and uh, that night, I was, uh, I was the diabetes. But uh, <laughs> so no, uh, that was terrifying too. And so both of those, you know, I, I've gotten lucky on that yeah. nothing else happened. Um, but both of those, you know, all joking aside, it's enough to. You know, really mess with your sleep habits during the night. Oh yeah, every little every little peep or uh, crack or pop is gonna make you. I gotta check and see what that is. Yeah, I, I remember that night. I didn't go back to sleep. Right. Uh, stayed up on on the couch downstairs and just waited like for another sound. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, it was terrifying. Ugh, I hate that, man. I, I, I feel you. You know, I understand. And, and like I shared that story that I had. And, and I've had other things happen to where people just creep you out, uh, acting yeah. acting odd or acting weird. And, and I've acted weird and odd in my own times, too, of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of being a, a young man and, and being confused. Um, so I, I hope that I've not passed that along to other people to be fearful. Uh, you know, we live in a fearful age where people uh, use the shock, uh, the shock of things like that to, to put fear into people. Um, but in these stories, we've shared real fear <laughs> or real danger, I guess, uh, yeah. to, to those areas. But, uh, but yeah, those are good stories, man. Um, and, and we made light and we made joke and stuff like that. But in, in all realness, these are serious stories that were a little uh, un, uneasy or uh, uh, made us feel uneasy and might have put some chill bumps on people. I don't know. But I uh, probably doubt it. <laughs> it for sure gave people some spots. It gave them some spots to reach for. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe we're reaching too hard for the spots thinking that's going to give people chill bumps. So. <laughs> yeah, us saying reach for the spots is enough to give people a uh, fearful thought. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, we might have to scrap this episode. There's going to be some people upset with me. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. After the last few episodes I posted about uh, those different costumes I used to wear during Halloween, some people uh, got some different thoughts about me there, too, I think. But uh, Yeah, no, no wonder, man. I, I remember those. <laughs> yeah, I had a few family members that were like, oh, oh, my, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world, everybody. But, uh, <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on, Brandon, and sharing your stories. Uh, these are great stories that I hope other people can enjoy, and, and they'll probably be saying to themselves, well, daggum, I wish I hadn't heard that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's typically the case with my stories, but uh, like you said, for some reason, it seems like people enjoy them. So, yeah, because yeah. as long as my uh, crappy life can bring people humor, that's what I go for. That, that's what I've often said myself. Uh, if my... Uh, if my short stature and portliness can bring someone else a little bit of joy about their own life, you know, more to him. <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks for having me in the teddy bear cave, my friend. Hey, man, I uh, can't wait to actually have you in studio, like sitting down here with us sometime. Uh, that, hopefully, be... you, uh, hopefully you have a chair big enough because I'm known to sit in them and break them. So. Oh, now, now, let's not get too hard on ourselves. <laughs> All right. I'll bring my toddy whities and we'll have a good time. I've got one of those industrial uh, camping chairs that handles like 350, so you'll be all right. I'm pushing that, but yeah, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Reaching, reaching, reaching. All right, thanks for being on, man. And everybody, I hope you enjoyed. Go out there and comment and message us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, at WellDagumPod. Let us know what you think. Uh, Even if you want to just give a phone call or something like that, if you know me, hit me up. But if you don't, Send us a message on those platforms, and uh, we'll definitely get back with you right away. I'm, uh, I'm thirsting for attention, so I'm always out there reaching back out to folks. <laughs> but uh, can't wait to have you on again sometime, Brandon, and I guess we'll talk to you then, all right? All right, buddy. We'll see you.